yes sir yes sir yes sir so can you get this to know so um unfortunately it's not like that in in christianity so in a nutshell what exactly is 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 uh, does a man want what is um what what does he want now i was um reading an article recently about uh, the there was a survey somewhere in the us and they were asking some group of men what do you what do you dislike most or or me like do you between being unloved being not loved and being disrespected which one would you prefer not to have you will be surprised but 70 percent of that those respondents says they will prefer not i mean they will prefer not to be loved than not to be respected so every man okay want respect and i've mentioned respect submission use them the same so respect okay so what then is respect in in uh, in marriage a man that wants respect okay one respect in in wants you to value is leadership wants to value his opinion wants to value his ability as well you know wants to value is 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 ability to direct ability to 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 lead you know the family to the promised land they want to value is knowledge base as well okay you know men you know have a, their, their own way of doing things and things like that so they they, they want you to trust their ability they want you to trust them as a man that is being the man of the house being able to provide being able to provide leadership being able to provide advice being able to provide direction even for the entire uh, family. So in, in a nutshell, in respect, the man wants to respect their judgment, okay? That is ability to make rational decisions for the family, okay? Ability to uh, direct the affairs of the family, ability to give sound opinions, sound direction, is it in terms of investment, in terms of what the family wants to do, in terms of giving, you know, career advice for the children, in terms of what to do and what not to do and things like that. Okay, they wanted to value their judgment. Okay, they want also, you know, man wanted to value their decision. You know, the woman might be looking at it that like, oh, this decision is uh, is wrong and things like that. You know. A typical man has some kind of ego, okay? When when they say, okay, this is, this is what I think we should do, they want you to value that decision. But that does not mean that every decision, every judgment has to be rubber stamped by the by the by the woman, isn't it? There is always a way to uh, to provide a counter argument, a counter opinion, and things like that. So it comes to the other thing, a man want respect in the way you communicate with them, okay? And what is communication? Um, is is basically, I would say communication is basically how you say things, okay? How you say what you mean to say, okay? So uh, what, how you say things is much more important than 
what you actually say. There's a way you say something that, uh, that brings disrespect. There's a way you say something that downputs the man. And there's also a way you say something that will respect, that will make the man feel that, okay, I feel valued. And uh, even if you want to dissent, there's also a way you put it in such a way that the man will know that, okay, I think I should uh, look at the at the other side or the, what, what my wife is, uh, is suggesting, okay? The other thing I want to mention is that respect the man in terms of his abilities, you know? Ability to do things, ability to uh, 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 to provide, ability to 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 lead the family, and so on and so forth. I think I will I will stop here. I <laughs> and uh, and I, and allow maybe uh, further further questions. No, I will add prophet. I will add pope, bishop. I will add rebo to your to your title, sir. Thank you so much. So. You've really laid so much big, you know, foundation for us that some of those things you've said, they've actually, for me, answered some of those questions I, I can see before me. And so when I ask question now, we will have only one minute to answer. <laughs> so that we will have enough time for Reverend to give us more because I can see that he actually has more to give us. Thank you so much, sir. So you've told us that when we talked about submission, a man is talking from the men's perspective you're talking about valuing your you know ability valuing what you can do your decision your knowledge we should trust you that whatever you say is is okay that is you have a good judgment good daddy but in reality sir you know in reality that is why i said this first one is personal that she should tell us what mommy has been doing that you think she's been submissive to you because we want the men in the house to learn and me i want to learn because like i said earlier what i do and i think is submission this may not be but what is mommy doing practically that you see that oh this is what she does and to you you are cool with it she's a submissive woman and that is why you are with her for 19 years. That is why okay. mommy too will, will come from that angle that, oh, this is what I do. And I think doing this, it shows that I am doing what the Bible asks me to do. That is why we need it practically. But you've given us the reverend way, the biblical way, <laughs> which is the foundation. I, I have so much like that. So, so because you've done it, so that, thank you so much. You are actually in the spirit. And you've actually dealt with the foundation but in one minute do you have anything that practical thing that mommy does that makes you to think she's a submissive woman oh oh yes oh yes number one is trusting my judgment okay uh she most decisions in the in the house okay she deferred to me most of the time i push it to to her she was still finding a way of bringing him back and say, "What do you What do you say in this uh, in these things?" Okay, for instance, about guiding the kids in terms of their career choices, she deferred all those ones to me. Eventually, we talked about it, and I would say, "I think we should allow 
A, B, C, D, or the boy or the girl to go it this way. That's number one. Number two, she's an architect. I'm a doctor. I don't know anything about drawing and things like that. And most of her official letters, she wants to write, for instance, to, to clients, to organizations and things like that. She will say, oh, can you please help me read through, through it? Most of the time, like, they are writing that way. Even if, if you make a mistake, learn for your mistake. Again, she will come back and say, please just let me go through it. I think that was one recently. Uh, she, she said, that was about, I think about two or three weeks ago. I just look at it, everything was perfect. Everything was perfect. And I said, okay. I just tried to tweak one or two sentences around, uh, remove this, this full stop here, put it behind and all those one, and I sent it back and I said, good job. And at the end of the day, I got thank you, honey, uh, from, from, from me. Now, so with me, she trusted me to be able to, you know, fine tune everything she, she, she does, okay? And uh, truly, truly, most of the letters, sometimes I will say, okay, you don't do official uh, statement like this, you don't do things that, she defer all those things to me, okay? Even though they are our primary responsibilities. Thank you, then you so in, all right. Thank, thank you so much, sir. The reason why I said, I don't think I will ask that question again from you, Ma, because from what he said, your submission is that you don't do anything without carrying, along, carrying him along. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, I know how to do this. This is what I want to do, but you have to put a seal on it. Check it out for me. Yeah. And th that shows that unity. That I can't do anything. With, it's not that you can't you can do it without him, but you actually acknowledge his decision that Oh, until you say something about this thing, it will not, it will not move. And this is missing too in a Christian home, whereby we ask, I've been doing this thing before I got married. Do I really need you? Do I really need your input? What are you going to, you know, what input are you going to give me? And the, the, the truth of the matter is because daddy, you are in a position to make that decision. You know, she valued your decision because you have been found, you know, I won't say once, but you have been proved that your decision is always okay. Yeah. And it doesn't start like that one day. It takes training. It takes sure. how deep you yeah. are in the word of God. It's yeah. Those are the things that give her that trust to hand over everything and come under your submission that, yes, my head has everything to lead me. Yeah. So what can we now do when we have some men that they are not there yet and they want to have that authority you are talking about? This is why on this platform is all about, you know, individual. It's for you to attain that role. Is, culture doesn't give you that role, sir. You have no. that role as the husband and you train yourself to occupy that, that place because there is difference between having the power and not being able to use. The Bible says husband is the head, right? But if the head doesn't have anything to offer, if the head is very empty, no decision, how can I trust this head that I know he only prays, pray and fast? Nothing. After fasting and prayer, nothing again. What else? Yeah. Now she trusted you, even though you don't have any clue about her profession, but she still thinks, honey, you can still do something. Check this thing out. So how can we do it? So this is where there is this, we are talking about true meaning of submission. I have seen a friend that said, the Bible says, in everything, and that man is only, you know, specified that wife should submit to a husband, in everything he laid on on in everything but forgetting that 
this submission is both wife because both of us we are the body of christ the bible is talking about so this is why we have to open the eyes of everybody tonight to see that when bible is saying submission and that is why it said as unto the lord so this shows that truly mommy is a child of god because mommy find it easy to submit to your lordship because if she find it easy to submit to the lordship of the father mm -hmm. If you are a Christian and you find it difficult to submit to the Lordship of God, it will be difficult for you to submit to the Lordship of the man you are seeing in your house. And that is why that sure. Bible said it's as unto the Lord. If you're doing yeah. it to that man, you are not doing it to that man. Spiritually, you are actually doing it unto the Lord through the man. And this is why you are missing it. We'll read that efficient and we'll read it to understand it. So, mommy... I will not ask you no question two again. So because daddy has actually answered number two. Then number three, maybe you will come in two minutes, ma. Can no you explain using scriptures the relationship between the church and Christ and the church? I love this question because this question <laughs> is the mystery. Um, I think is the bedrock. Okay. Yeah. Can I yes. do, do you want me to go first or she? You, no, I asked mommy this question. If she wants to pass, then you can because take it. Because, yeah, he's very good with scripture, so let him do that. Yeah. <laughs> but fast. Pray, two minutes. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to use two minutes. Okay. So I, I think it, it's not difficult to understand. Uh, if we go first to. Uh, our popular scripture, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Okay? Love first that gave something. And what did God give? He gave Jesus Christ. And Colossians, I think, 1, 18 says, Christ is the head of the church. I mean, head of the body, which is the church. So we see that Christ is the head of the church, okay, which is his body. And Apostle Paul expansed the relationship between the head and the body, I think is in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where I was talking about uh, gift and the diversity of gift, where it talks about the head, the body, the hands, and the legs, how they coordinate together. Even though the head is the most important, in quote, part of the body, your head is your personality, where you shape movement, where you talk, where you do, everything about you start from the head. But the head cannot stand alone. For instance, the head derived nourishment from, from the circulatory system and things like that. You know, the head, for instance, cannot, cannot, cannot survive one minute, maximum two minutes without oxygen, which means the nose is really very important. So the same thing, Apostle Paul, Ephesians 5, uh, which is very popular from verse 21. From what you are saying, the other, I think I will use more than two minutes here, man. From what you are saying, Jonathan, where someone was saying, oh, husbands, I mean, why submit, submit? But they forgot verse 21. What did verse 21 says? Can we just quickly go there? Verse 21, Ephesians chapter, chapter 5, okay, verse 21, I think. Let me read it from New King James Version. I mean, sorry, from uh, Living Translation, Ephesians 1, 21. He said, and further submit to one another out of reverence. So it's reciprocal, isn't it? Reciprocal. And when you read it downward, 
Apostle Paul was now using the example of how Christ and the church are in unity, in unity, inseparable, okay, to describe how husband and wife should be inseparable, even though with some defined responsibilities. So the church and Christ, they are in union. It's like when we want to cook soup, we put pepper, tomato, onion, we grind them together. At the end of their grinding, you really cannot separate which one is tomato, which one is a, a pepper or anything. Everything is in unity. The same way, you know, Christ and church are in unity. And Apostle is saying that same union is what exists, is what Christ ordained, even from the beginning. The Bible says from the beginning, God made them man and woman. So man and woman, they are in that union. So they think together. They do things together. They work together. They are alike in all things. Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I just want to quickly add to what you said, sir. And I have the message translation here. The Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. Thank you so much for reading it for us because they don't read it for us. It says, submit to one another. They won't. <laughs> they will remove that one. Then they will not start from verse 20. 20, the one that said husband and wife, submit. Submit, yeah. So from the message, message translation says, the husband provide leadership to his wife the way Christ does to his church, not by domineering, but by cherishing. So just as Christ submits to, just as the church submits to Christ, as he exercises such leadership, wives, should likewise submit to their husband. Mm -hmm. Remember the first sentence. So just as the church submits to Christ, Daddy has said it. You see, it's mixed. That union is too much. So if you, as a child of God, submit to Christ, then you will submit like that to your soul. It's talking about your salvation now. That is your root. If truly you submit to Christ, if truly Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, it will be easier to submit to your husband because you have to mirror the way you do to Christ. The problem is if you don't choose the one that Christ chose for you, then it will be difficult. 25 now says, husband, go all out of your love for your wife, exactly as Christ did for the church. A love marked by giving, not getting. For you to see a man that will go all out for his wife, they will tell him, they will tell such man, sir, that the wife has poisoned him. What if funny jazz like? So in our culture, if you see a man doing what verse 25 is saying, that man to our culture is a just man, is under influence, is a veiled man. But that is not what the Bible says. The Bible says you should be just for your wife. Yeah. This love you are doing for your wife is you are giving it. You don't even expect your wife to love you back because this is what Christ did for us. Christ's love makes the church whole. His word evokes our beauty. Everything he does and says is designed to bring the best out of her. Mm -hmm. So you are that man. You are bringing the best out of that woman. You are that woman. You are bringing the best out of that man. Mm -hmm. And the way you deal with a stubborn wife, 
She doesn't listen. She doesn't trust me. She's doing this. Verse 27 is saying, dressing her in dazzling white silk, radiant with holiness. So you have to keep on pumping the word of God. Keep on exposing her to things that will radiate, that will change those nature. No one abuses his own body. No. Does he? No one. No, no, nobody feeds themselves like, you know, I'm a useless person or you beat yourself. Well, what do you do? You pamper yourself. You feed yourself. And that is how Christ treats the church, even though he shed his blood. How is the church treating him today? We can see what the church is doing, even though he gave everything. You can see. And who is the church? Verse 30 says, since we are part of his body. Yes. He doesn't say husband there. He doesn't say wife there. We are part of the body that was talking, the Bible was talking about in chapter 24. If I am the body, my husband too is also the body. And both of us, if we submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, his peace will reign in our home. So yes. if we are having issue with who is the head or not the head, forget about what culture says. This is what the Bible says. If you are part of the kingdom, if both of you submit to the Lordship of Christ, there won't be any issue. Because the mystery here, when I notice the mystery, then it changes my life. It's a mystery. Brother Paul even said it. It's a mystery. Do you know why it's a mystery? Because in Genesis, the Bible says, male and female, God created, right? Yeah. But we have Adam. And he now brought out Eve. So if you are a woman and you have a daughter, the male of your daughter is when your daughter gets married. And that is mm -hmm. why mother-in-law, you don't treat your daughter-in-law anyhow because that is no. your son's female from the beginning. Yeah. But we find it difficult to understand this mystery because she's coming from another home. You are coming from another home. That is the mystery. Bring those different backgrounds together and let it work. That is what God wants. He doesn't want both of us to come from the same mom and get married. He wants mm -hmm. it to be the male and the female from the beginning. We are coming from different angles. So if you have female, if all your children, they are female, you've got boys as well. You will get your mm -hmm. boys doing marriage. Mm -hmm. And you see some men, they divorce their wife because the wife doesn't give birth to a male child. They call mm -hmm. the wife witch because no way. They are forgetting that if you give birth to all male, if your children, they are, all, they, are they are girls because they are to go out and get married. And when they get married, what the Bible says? The Bible says they should cleave to their wife. Right, yeah. And when they cleave to their wife, you don't have them again. Their wife should be the one they should be listening to. This is why this is mystery. So when you understand the mystery of God in marriage, you don't do this is me. This no. is me. This is me. No. It has nothing to do with you because those children that come to your house, you didn't even ask God to give them to you. You don't mm. even have power whether they are boy or girl. But God looked at you and said, no, you are good. You are a good steward. Let me give you these people. I, I entrust this nature, this gift to you. Take care of them. Then you use sentiments. You use culture. You use church. You use everything to just mess up the grace God has given to and that is why we extend it to our marriage too submission is not there because we are looking at what people say what is God talking about yeah and that is why I said it's better we just undo this we are body I am the body yeah. of Christ my husband mm -hmm. is the body of Christ both of us we should submit to the lordship of Christ and when we do that 
everything will fall in line. Yeah. Number four, I will, will answer this one this time around. I have to, don't worry. <laughs> I knew that to serve my husband is food. This is culture stuff. Mm. Iron is clothes. Back is, uh, okay, pack is lunch. So much, all those things. Yet, he says, I do not respect him. He even, ha he, he even acts, acts sex with me even when I am not in the mood. What else do I need to do to be submitted to him? I am truly tired. This is a woman crying out. I've done everything I think I should do that, I, that shows that I respect, I love. But this man still is not satisfied. What should I do? Okay, uh, let me answer now. <laughs> um, it depends. What's, why do you think you've done, to you, you've done everything you think you need to do? Um, but again, you don't know what you want. I will go back to say that you, you need to talk. Talk to him is communication. Because what you think is respect may not be what he expects as respect. I didn't know for a long time uh, that what my husband just said mattered to him. When we first got married, um, I was this kind of, you know, because of all those books we've read and all that, when I come back home in Potakwa that time, I would get flour, put it on the side of the bed, you know, like, you know, when it's coming, so that we see the way I lay the roses and things like that. And, you know, I call him my Lord because I'm a Jesus woman. We call our husbands my Lord, you know. How do you say that? <laughs> His friends at work started calling him Lord Olubaju, you know, laughing at me, you know, the way I call him my Lord. But you need to know your husband and to know what he wants. That may not be it. So you've done everything. Who says? Have you, I did a video recently and I'm saying, even if you are tired of the man, have you gone to the extent of going to your, his wardrobe when he's not at home, holding his t-shirt, praying on the t-shirt and say, as you wear this clothes, Praying on his food as you eat this food. You know, these changes you want to see in your home. Have you gone to that extent as a woman to pray for your husband? So if you think you've done everything and you think it's not working, why don't you have a talk with him? You should know his good mood. Um, this, is a, this is a Facebook show. I'm not supposed to be talking too much of adult things. But the truth is that you know when your husband is in a good mood, especially after sex. Why can you not talk to your husband then and call him down and say, look, my husband, I have done this, I've done that. What are the things you don't like? What have I done wrong? What are the things, you know? When he, when he talks about, most of the time we don't know and we assume. Maybe he came back from work and so many things have happened at work and we, we, are, we are coming from our own and we are excited and we are saying things that it doesn't even really matter to him. He will be angry, you know? He will be angry because you don't know you don't know what is in his mind. So why don't you come down and do what he wants and ask him that, my dear, I've done this, I've done that. Looks like you are not. Uh, what is going on? Talk to him. So I believe if you do that, it will tell you what is wrong. If he wants to talk, if he doesn't want to talk, then you know what to do. Pray about it and do what you need to do as a woman. No woman does not. Every woman knows the husband. Every woman. Hmm. So maybe I should just uh, add to, to that, uh, just as she has said, you know, um, what, what men, the idea of men, the idea of respect and love from men is completely different from 
a woman. The woman feel, oh, let me clean the house, let me iron the clothes. You know, the kind of this this work, you know, what, what the scripture call that work, okay, without faith. You know, it might be what the woman think. It is important to understand what the woman, I mean, what the man uh, uh, believe is respect. That is why communication, again, is really very, very key. You understand? My wife just mentioned that uh, she, will, she will bring roses and things like that. And to be honest, honestly, out of my ignorance, not that I'm, not that I'm a, uh, I don't value love and things like that, most of the time I don't even see it. <laughs> well, honestly, I don't even see it. And when it's there, you expect me to see it and things that I'm tired from work. I just fling my, my chest away. The next thing I just want to eat and go straight back to bed. And there's rose on the bed. I didn't see it in all honesty. And she gets angry that I don't value it and things like that. Okay. Later on, I say, I'm sorry. I'm thinking. So I don't see that anymore because maybe. What's the point? Honestly, so it's really important to understand what the man uh, uh, wants. Okay. That is, that is number one. And number two, I really don't know whether both of them are Christians again because this this uh, program is supposed to be for Christian couples out to improve things. We don't get it right 100%. We are still improving. We're still trying. We're still trusting God. Okay, all what you're doing is to ensure that you know whatever little changes we can make to make things work. But it's really important. If both of them are not born again, then we need to preach Christ, isn't it? So that we can speak the same language. You know. If we are talking about submission, we know we are talking about submission from biblical perspective. Okay, we are talking about respect from biblical perspective. We said earlier on that you know, respect is and, and submission is not a type our African fathers and mothers you know, forced on us. It's reciprocal. If there's nothing in a man's head, if he's living an irresponsible life, and you want the man to respect, in this new generation, it's going to be very difficult, isn't it? Yeah. So I think going back to that question is it important for that sister to talk to the husband when he is in a good mood to find out what is wrong what is she actually doing wrong that the woman doesn't like if a woman thinks that all what a man wants is food is sex is is a uh, is a uh, you know all those kind of little things they might get it wrong yeah because there are so many men that they really don't value all those things. Yeah. You know, there's a popular scripture in, uh, in uh, I think it's in Proverbs. He said, as a jewel of, of gold in a swine's mouth. He mm. said, so it's a fair woman without discretion. Okay. You might be doing all those things, but no character, no discretion. You are disrespecting him. When he talks, you shout, you scream, you, you, you just devalue the man. All those things will be of, of, of no effect to him. Thank you, sir. That's that's deep. Thank you, sir. So you can just kneel down and the man will look at it. If you are nearly yeah, it will mean nothing. Is it genuine one or you are just counting, you know, ticking boxes yeah. so yeah. that when yeah. issue comes, you can raise it. I kneel down, you know. Yeah. And so some men, it's not about sex. They can have it outside. It's not about food. They can go to Mama Put and get food. Yeah. You know, you have to actually what you you said is yeah. the woman is to pray and communicate, speak out. I don't like the way you're treating me. How how best can I can I relate with you more? So you know, Ma, that it is possible for you to be kneeling down, but you are standing. Yes. In the spirit, you are standing. Yes. And they know this thing. When you say 
in Yoruba they will say pele as male and female. The, yeah, the way you the way you can say mm, sorry sir, you know, and you can kneel down and say good morning, and they know that or it's either you want something, you know, that you are saying you need that. Once you need that, mm, he has come again. He wants money. Yeah. So right. what is the purpose of your kneeling down? Yeah. You are, you are right, man, because it's, it's, it's a, I think it's, it's for women, maybe I'll call it nature. We have this this personality that you can easily know when she's genuine and when she's not genuine. Yes. We, can, yes. we, we have this manipulative stuff <coughs> that even when you are, when people see, they think you are doing the real one, but because the man has been living with you, the man can easily denote. Mm -mm. Exactly. Even though other people can say, ah, she's the most respected, but the man will look at this. Uh, so mm. you have to be real to yourself, communicate, speak out. Yeah. Ma, this question will go to you too. Okay. I respect my husband, I truly do. However, it cheats on me and does not provide for the family financially. Is it fair or godly for me to continue to fulfill this scripture, even when I am being mistreated on a daily basis? You'll be so surprised, Ma. It's a Christian platform, sir. But we have cheating now, and the cheating is being backed back biblically. I have seen pastor, you know, telling them like we talk about respect. If your wife is not respecting you, you can get, you know, because some some sisters, man, they will say no to worship. I call this worship. <laughs> they will say no to worship for their husband for three years, sir. For more oh, than one year, they don't want they don't <laughs> want their husband to touch them. Hmm. So. If you are in that situation, I've been hearing that they should they are advising the brother to go out. That when you go out, the woman will wake up, you know. <laughs> I have seen so many things on, on Facebook. This woman is now saying, but this one is saying truly she noticed that something is wrong. Her husband is cheating. Should we even have this in the kingdom in the first place? Hey, well, we shouldn't have it in the kingdom, but unfortunately, it's in the kingdom. Um, I will quickly say is yeah. I will quickly say is a story that a, I attended a program like this last week, and the man of God that it happened in at his church mentioned it that the man was a cheater. The woman became a Christian, and you know he stopped sleeping with the husband. And then one day he I don't know what he was preaching, but the woman got home. You know he mentioned a situation like this and said, if your husband is doing this, just you know keep loving him. You cannot overcome by evil or retaliating. The best thing is to show him love. And the woman got on what she wasn't doing before. He's like, you know, your husband, husband has a cousin that when the, husband, the man is going to see another woman, she will iron his clothes. And yeah, both of them now, they are in Christ. They now have a church together. The thing won the man to the Lord. So like I was saying, this man, the, the woman was advised to go back to love the, the man. He went home, whatever she wasn't doing before, she was doing, doing, doing. And one day, the husband that doesn't go to church at all, now praised the pastor and said, I want to see you. Then when the receptionist saw him, he was like, ah, pastor, the husband of that woman is here. He said, hey, God help us today. When he came, he said, how can I help you, sir? He said, I noticed my wife changed. And I began to follow her to know where she goes. And I saw it's your church. Please, what happened? What did you tell her? Whatever you've told her, keep on telling her. <laughs> and the pastor was so surprised. Now he invited the wife and said, okay, all the teaching I've been teaching you, please continue. Your husband came here and said, hey, my husband came here. I'm telling you, the man followed her to church. Small time, he went to drop her in church one day. 
He has money to give her a car. He did not buy a car for her. She will always take taxi to church. One day he followed them, dropped him and the children in church, went and now came back, packed, entered, sat at the back. They gave what I call, he gave his life to Christ. That was when they saw he was there. He now bought a car for the wife. So at the end of the day, you know, this woman, if we say we should do it the way, because the only thing that we can see that is wrong is, apart from the scripture, is that, okay, maybe let him not bring disease. Okay? Let him not bring disease to the family. But we cannot win him by retaliating and doing bad things. We can only win him by loving him and prayer. That is all. It's hard. I know it's hard. It's hard. It is hard, but praise the Lord. Hallelujah, uh, my friend. Let me let me just come in uh, briefly. You see, if um, if a man is beating his wife, you can you can counsel, okay, out of that uh, bad behavior. Man is drinking, you can counsel out of that behavior. See, man is uh, irresponsible, you know, not providing for his family. You can, but. When adultery is involved, another spirit has come in. The Bible says, he that is joined to an allot has become one spirit within. And if you are a sister, you have an husband who is in that situation, it's a battle you really cannot, cannot, cannot win on your own. No matter what you are doing, you are denying himself. If, if I deny himself, he is creating more problem. Okay? This is something we really need to take to the Lord. There's no, no single pastor in this world. Can, they can only advise from scriptural perspective. Oh, you should do You can call the elder and do whatever you want. You are dealing with another so the demonic uh, involvement here. So that is why prayer, you know, is really important. And prayer changes. I'm not talking about theoretical things. Really prayer. Okay. I have cases, you know, I mean, people around me that have been involved in these kind of things. And they prayed. The woman prayed, prayed, and prayed. But well, I just mentioned something. There are people who are very, 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 very close to us. As we are talking today, both of them are vibrant in the ministry. Okay? So, uh, denying that individual sex is, is, in fact, sex in marriage has nothing to do with whether the man is doing good, will give you money or not. It's a conjugal obligation that both of you must fulfill. You know, First Corinthians chapter, I think is this seven, yeah. From that one mentioned that clearly. Okay. It's a conjugal obligation. Whether the whether the man is beating you and think I'm not saying, please don't misquote me that uh, I say everything you have to I mean you just have to. When the man says uh, let's let's do it, you have to. I'm just saying from scriptural perspective that you really cannot overcome one evil or one problem by creating another problem. This is a spiritual matter that needs to be handled spiritually. And I believe that God will give direction. You know, Amen. that someone in first John, I think 2.27, he said, we have, he said, the anointing we have received teaches us, okay? It teaches or leads us in every way. And it doesn't need anybody to teach us because we have that spirit to give us direction. Mm. I believe when we pray, God will give us a situation, I mean, a solution out of that situation. Thank you. You've just nailed it. You see, I do tell people on this platform, we don't give solution. <laughs> we don't tell people what to do. We will never give you anything. You've just nailed it. 
when you are faced one more thing ma one more thing i want to say is that when anybody comes to me with this issue of cheating the first thing i ask you is what are you you yourself what are you doing wrong that pushed him outside have you checked your dressing have you checked every area of your life that is not repelling him or pushing him out if you've covered yourself uh -huh, then prayer but you've not done the physical things just leave prayer alone Okay, ma'am, but see, well, I, I, I understand what you say, but if you are a child of God, ma'am, yeah. should your wife, the way she's dressing, push you out? If no. you don't want to be outside already. And that is okay. why I read that Ephesians is talking about how the husband should help the woman. If you think this woman is not doing yeah. well, if you think yeah. this husband is not doing well, we have yeah. the biblical way of helping ourselves. We may True. say it's spiritual because we are Christian, but this thing is applicable physically. When you apply this thing, it works in every areas of our life. <coughs> we need to grow blessing. We need to go through the mature. We need to grow up in the maturity of there is nothing that this woman will do or this man will do that will make me to go out and be looking for something because this is me from the beginning. This is my female. This is my male. We are one. Your body is my body. The Bible talks about it in 1 Corinthians that the Brother Paul is saying that the woman does not have power over his, her body. Likewise, the man does not have power over his body, right? Because our body is one. So if you don't have power over your body as your man, as a man, the fact that your wife is now saying no to you for three years, does that mean mm. you now have to take it upon yourself? And that is why you said something. This is spiritual, right? You have yeah. to take it to God in prayer. And if you know you have this issue of you don't have this self-control because there is difference between giving your life to Jesus and being disciplined. If you know it's a genuine issue, don't spiritualize it. When you spiritualize what should not be spiritualized, we have issues. This is why you see choir master sleeping with you. Send your daughter to choir practice and the choir master is messing them up. It's not that that choir master is not saved or it's not a Christian, mm. no. But he has a weakness. That when he sees, so if you have that weakness, you speak up and you treat it. You don't close your mouth and spiritualize it. I quickly want to go to the platform to see some contribution or questions. Question. Okay. If you okay. have anyone. You see, how many questions have we? We've just done four or five today and it's eight o'clock. <laughs> that is how fast uh, the time is just. I um, Should beating a spouse be condone in a marriage what should the other spouse do this is christian platform <laughs> I can't but, but it's true it's true the one that happened to sister the other sister that died the singer See, i this, mean this is forbidden for me but yeah it happens like you said it's it's it happens you we've, we've seen brother you know beating their wives and this is what i said he said the bible says if you love your wife you love your life yeah, I, I will give you room to, to, to answer that. But if you love your, your life, yeah, because you can't, you can't be eating yourself, beating yourself, because that woman yeah. is you. Is your female is your female version from the beginning. So when you see somebody beating yourself, doctor, what do you do to them? <laughs> you you will well, say they, they are, are sick actually. Anxiety or something is happening to them. No, they are they're actually sick. Exactly. Yeah. Do you still have any contribution to this question, like beating? I mean, uh, no, I think it's straightforward. Even even no civil no civil uh, human being 
or no man should raise his hand to beat a woman, talk less of his wife. Okay, I, I, I say that any man that raises his hand to beat his wife is a, is a sign of weakness, not, no matter the provocation. No matter Finally, the provocation, you know, it's a sign of weakness. Yeah. Men on the platform, so, <laughs> share, this, share this program. If you're a man beating so, a woman, you are a weak yeah. man. So uh, it's, it's even a criminal offense, even isn't it? Here, in this part of the world, if you beat anybody, you know where you find yourself. It's hmm. just that uh, when a lawless, lawless uh, African country where anything goes. Here, if you do it, you are out. That's just it. So it, it's just that we don't have law that commands all these things. Let's, let's people, it, it, there's no need to quote scriptures in this, in, this, uh, in this issue. It's wrong, it is wrong. And I don't advise anybody who is in that situation to continue in that kind of uh, thing. It should seek counsel. And uh, if you need to report that in order to the law enforcement agent, I think I will support it. There's no, no need for scripture about it. Zero tolerance. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor is zero tolerance to that. Yeah. I have another question on the platform. The problem is serious when your spouse pretended to be a believer. But after a few months of marriage, when the veils are off, <laughs> you realize that the spouse is fake you remain patient and tolerant but it gets worse and worse and your spouse become abusive to the point where he eats you in the presence of your children this is just like you know adding to what you just said sir before the you know like the, I don't know who, who did the uh, premarital counseling for them? But you will mm. always see the sign. For all these questions coming up during our platform, you will always see the sign of this man being an abusive person. It may not be to you. You may just see him just eating on someone else and you think, yes, uh, my husband is not a no-nonsense person. But that no-nonsense person now comes to the house, you get married to this man and he's now showing you the true color because he doesn't need to hide again. And many people think they are fake. They pretend to be brothers in the church. And they come to you, they propose to you. It still goes down to the source. Who are you? You can't be connected to the source, Christ. Christ cannot be your Lord. And you have to miss it in that aspect. No. no. You, no. It has to be, you need, you need to just go down. And for me, the good thing is, even when you miss it, this God is too good. Is there yeah. beside you, sorting you yeah. out? So you will turn it around for good for you. So Amen, you don't yeah. need to be to be crying. I've missed it in marriage. No, because you serve a God that does things. The art of the man, the art of the king, is in the hand of God. Hand he of can God. just turn it around. If God can save my daddy, I do tell people. <laughs> if God mm. can save my father, he can save anybody. You don't even need to preach because nobody preached to my daddy. And that is the beauty of the God you have. So if you are in that situation. Don't think you've missed it and don't try to look for way out. But make God turn that thing around through you. This man yeah. will come to the knowledge of Christ. That is the best way to do it. But not you losing your life. Hmm. Right? If he's eating you and his life threatening, right? You need to save your life first. You are first. The program is me <laughs> and mine. <laughs> Yeah. Only the living will praise the Lord, right? Yeah. But if yeah. I'm not saying divorce, so it's not about divorcing. It's about mm -hmm. I'm no. going to help this man. But you can only yeah. help this man when you are up. You can't help this man when both of you you are down. 
So if no. you really want to help this man, you look for help, but you don't stay in a place that this man is going to, because the man doesn't even like a madman. A madman is wearing a dirty, in fact, naked, and he's telling you, see what I'm wearing, because the man is veiled. He doesn't see what anybody, everybody saw. So you can't be saying, I want to stay, I want to stay. When he kills you, you won't even know you are dead. Mm. So you, you are the one that will make that decision, not on this platform will tell you what to do. As a child mm. of God, the main source of your life is God. Link to it. Go to the source. If you think you are so weak, you can't even do the prayer. Look for a Christian brother or a Christian family that can sustain you. Don't you. think quitting will give you any solution. Many people think about it, but 10 years, because it's not, it's not easy to break a broom. You know, no. the yeah. of broom. you can break no. one, one, one strand, but the, the bunch one, even if you, you can see how difficult it is. Throughout your life, even when you're outside the marriage, you will still be referring. So why not just ask God, your will will stand in my life. And that is what this platform is all about. It's not about you quitting because of any small thing or you are looking for small way to get out of it because it's the in thing now. You know, the rate of divorce in church is like that. It's open, yeah. you know, we've socialized it, we've networked it. Any small thing that should train us to develop us, to make us be more mature in the Lord, we don't want to that maturity. Anything like this, get out. And we are looking for sexual. Some people say that is the break, whatever they call it now. If we sleep with the whatever, that is. I'm telling you, thousands of them, they are outside. You said it. They are evil. They just want the father's name. And you just dash your husband. Dash them. Hmm. Or you just dash your wife. Dash, dash them. And you have side cheeks now. They don't know the will of God for their life. All they, God made them wonderfully and fearfully made, and all they want to do is to be side chicks. Yeah. So you are, we are blessed, and thank you so much, Daddy and Mommy. You see, we have like twelve questions. We are. Wow. <laughs> so this is five minutes past seven already, and we don't even want to go past it because we don't want to keep people. I know our people on the platform. You are blessed. All these questions we are unable to treat, we are piling them up, and the time will come for us to do part two of it. If if God tarries, we will do Jesus tarries. We'll do part two of it. Maybe we'll now bring you back to continue the remaining question because we know you have really prepared for it. But on the platform, this is how it goes. Like when the auction is coming out, when God is speaking through us, we are unable to. We just don't want to do it. Like we have to tick the boxes, and we all enjoy. And to everybody on the platform. I know you've been really blessed today. You really enjoyed today's um, program. And um, we want to say thank you to Doctor. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much thank for blessing us with your presence. Yeah. Thank you thank so you. much. We'll see have you back. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> we'll see have you back by God's grace. So I'm always available. Next week, till we meet next month, rather, we'll be talking mm. about the true meaning of love. Yeah, the true meaning of love. By the grace of God, that will be the last episode for 2022. Everyone, so thank you so much. From January to now, we are blessed. Next month, we'll be able to give so much um, appreciation, a lot for everyone who has really helped us on this platform. Till we meet next month, our home is blessed. We love you. Stay blessed. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. God bless. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're my